Hello and welcome to the But Yeah Podcast Travel Edition. I am your host, Eamon. Maybe Zab is in this one. Who knows, honestly. It is 7th of December, which of course means that it is International Civil Aviation Day. And I did get on one of those things today. I I did uh, get the train in the morning quite early to a plane. And then I took that uh, 800 kilometers north and then got on a boat. But that forget the boat for today. It's not about the boat. It's about aviation. Um, so civil aviation is incredibly important to the world we know and love today. That's just some cold read from daysoftheyear.com, which I have saved offline <laughs> so I can use, <laughs> so I can do this without having the internet. Uh, so in 1901, um, a man flew upon a glider and covered a respectable distance in a man-made device that was not held aloft by lighter-than-air gas. Uh, everyone was real skeptical of that, of that person. And, uh... People are saying that the Wright brothers were liars, but now, now we know that it was true, true facts. They didn't lie about anything except probably like they had like some secrets that I bet they had. Like they probably like killed a guy. Maybe every historical figure is like killed a guy, uh, but it's international civil aviation day. The civil in that part is talking about non-military, uh, non-government sort of citizens who get to fly around and it's it's pretty amazing honestly like went up in that big windy boy up into the sky and i was looking at the clouds and i was just in awe looking down on my sim city it was amazing uh highly recommend it it really gives you a lot of perspective like now i'm just gonna quit everything that i thought i wanted to do because i saw some buildings from up high and everything has changed now so so that I'm, I'm just going to stop doing this now and I'm going to go outside and yell, yell at the sky, I guess. Anyway, if you want to celebrate this, uh, get on a plane, I guess. <laughs> that's doable. Uh, go do it and then go see what you like about it. And that's all you really need to do. I'll see you in the next one. Hello everyone, it's the 7th of December, which of course, naturally, inescapably means it's Cotton Candy Day. Without um, any doubt, there's no other day that could be today, it's a special day. Um, You know, those fluffy clouds that you eat that are made of sugar. Have you ever actually seen how they make those? Have you ever seen the cotton candy machines? You can just buy them, but like, they look, they like whip around sugar. If you stick your hand in that, I feel like it's a good super villain origin story uh, like you remember spider-man 3 there was like the sand guy i reckon they could totally do like a cotton candy guy instead it just falls into it like their giant industrial vat of um of, of cotton candy making thing in like a in area 51 and they're like all right keep 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 out of the cotton candy room and one of the scientists is just like Oh, we just have to adjust it while while it's all at peak temperature and peak cotton candy. Like, no, don't go in, Jeff. And then he goes into the thing. Um, all of his human particles are replaced with candy particles. And we have Candyman. 
uh, maybe he's a, maybe he's a hero. Maybe he's not a villain. I mean, how could a Candyman be a be a a villain? Yeah. Although yeah, I, don't, I don't know what his character journey would be if he was a good guy. I think yeah, I don't know. I'm sure it's a very sympathetic story. <laughs> but yeah. It is 8th of December, 2018, which of course means that it is International Shareware Day. Winrar, am I right? That's the one, that's like the one main one that everyone knows about. I think there's a lot of different like shareware things that we all sort of like took for granted as in like that dark, dark period of the internet (laughs) when like software was like, I don't even know how to describe it, but like you can have this. But, like, you're going to need to, like, pay for it eventually. Maybe. After 28 days? But then maybe longer. Maybe you can just keep it going. Anyway, what's important is WinRAR. And that's about it. That's all I That's all I got for this one. Let's quickly go into the boat chat. That's right. Big water scary. Folks, I'm on a boat. And I'm looking out at the water throughout the day. Looking down at those waves seeing the whitewash brush past the waves what if i fell in who would jump in after me i don't know i know that with my sister's kids if one of them fell in i would probably be the one who has to jump in after them and that's kind of daunting a job you know like i don't know if i get sucked into the blades if what if i have to jump in there that's not great but like if a little baby falls in i kind of gotta jump in after them what am i gonna i don't know what do we do Tweet us at Pod if little baby fall in. Do, do me, do big man fall afterwards? Um, other things about the ship is uh, uh, I walked into a concert about clowns and there was a man in a dress singing K Sarah Sarah, possibly transphobic. I don't know. I had the walking into that thing. There was like a bunch of clowns singing. There was a bunch of stuff. It had like huge Rat Boy Genius vibes for some reason. I feel like the stage would have really suited like um, potato knishes. This machine makes potato knishes. And that is just stuck with me forever in my soul. I'll tell my kids about potato knishes one day in 20 years. Um, other things about the boat. Because <laughs> it is shareware day, but it's also Eamon day on a boat. This is the first one that I'm revealing that I'm on a boat. Last time I was on a plane. Welcome to the adventure. Um, some kids said Merry Christmas at me and I dabbed at them and they said, wow, you're cool. And that's not the tone that they used, but that's the tone that I choose to remember. Anyway, I'll talk to you next time. Hopefully Zeb had something interesting for this day. Let's see. Bye. Very special day. It's the 8th of December uh, now, and indisputably, it is Gingerbread Decoration Day. Uh, you know, it's a day, I guess, you know, December. We're making a lot of candy treats. So I was cutting candy yesterday, and today it's all about uh, delicious bread. Incidentally, I mean, maybe that could be the protagonist of like Candyman, Candyman's the villain, and like Gingerbread Man, uh, uh, painted TM, uh, I own and came up with that name, uh, is the hero, I think. Um, he's running away. Maybe it's the standard, like maybe, maybe like a, a, a it's kind of like Astro Boy, like he got made by like an evil baker, and the baker's like, he goes on to assemble uh, all these other villains, but Gingerbread Man's the one like 
well, the one of them which is just like, nah, I'm, 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 this is wrong. And, but all the other, you know, sugary treats are just like, no, this is, this is, this is the delicious way to be. We're just going to make the world delicious. Um, although I don't know, I don't know why the gingerbread man would like, uh, like object to that, I guess. Cause like of all the sugary treats, bread is even when gingered is a little bit different. It's a different spice than, than sugar typically is. Um, I don't know. I don't know what the journey would be. Uh, it, it escapes from the sugar lab uh, where they make all the, the sugar people. Uh, the, the baker is like the head scientist who's converting people into into sugar creatures. Maybe maybe like it's not intentional at first, but he's like, actually, this could be this could be how I achieve my true dream of making the world just that little bit sweeter. But yeah. It is December 9th, which of course means it is World Techno Day. And so I'm staring out the window at the ocean, uh, looking at the lightning, which is just like the most techno thing you can probably do to celebrate. Uh, I'm, on a, I'm on a cruise ship, which is like, obviously there's going to be some techno happening somewhere. Uh, I've been up to where it happens. I've seen what happens in there. And uh, let me tell you, uh, there's a lot of Fortnite dancing um everyone's doing the floss on this ship every like single person and i think that relates to techno quite a bit um but for now i'm just staring at the ocean and thinking about techno thinking what we can learn about techno from the ocean not a whole lot i guess there's a lot of like uh sounds that relate like the swish and low pass when like the beat goes and the highs drop and you just have the low part. That'd be like if you like fell into the ocean, you'll listen to techno music from above. Then you get risen back up and the beat comes back. I think we could, I think that can relate. Anyway, I don't know what Zeb's going to do for this part or if he's even done anything for the whole episode. Um, I realized I could get internet today, which is good. For some reason I thought I wasn't going to be in the same country. I don't know. I thought I'd have to roam, but. I think I can still pick up my original internet because we're just on the coast. But anyway, Techno Day. All right, hello everyone. It's a uh, it's now the 9th of December, and the combo streak continues as it's now Pastry Day. Uh, of of I, I guess this is just a sweet time of year, uh, which I mean I guess makes sense. But um, it seems like maybe one by one, this is the order by which the the villainous uh, the baker creates his uh his sweet men or and or women maybe this one maybe this one is pastry lady uh uh she she's created in a corresponding room you have the sh- the the gingerbread uh printing room the, the 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 sugar spinning giant engine room and then uh the pastry room and she trips and f- falls similarly on the other one she trips and falls into a giant pastry and then they roll her out maybe and they're like oh no what exactly is the form of a pastry pastry is a very ambiguous and broad kind of sweet treat i mean gingerbread i mean you have a thing in mind for that candy floss you have a little sugary cloud but for pastry it's just sort of like what is that is that is that like a bre- days of the year says uh it's the first ever pastry was dated back to ancient times. 
It's just a bread. I guess it's like a gingerbread, but it's a less gingerbread. Maybe she's not a bad guy either. Bad person either. Uh, but um, I guess like, oh, apple turnovers. We talked about those. Okay, they're... they're Maybe they're the good guy because they're, they have fruit in them. That's pretty, that's healthier. Maybe that's the, the, the central conflict of this world. Like one where like we're going to make the world sweet. And then the one group's like, but teeth. Oh man. No. Yeah. The hero is a dentist. Yeah. Ooh. Put a pin in that. It is December 10th, which of course, if you're like me, means it's lager day. L-A-G-E-R, the, that good beer, and uh, based on the copy of from um, daysoftheyear.com, there's nothing that puts a wonderful cap on the day like an ice-cold beer. And there are those that would argue that the only thing better is a beer that is, has found its start in the cold. I don't think anyone says that. I don't think anyone argues over, like... Well, maybe some people do argue about the creation of beer and like how it should be. But lager is a perfect combination of these two traits. One of mankind's oldest fermented beverages combined with a long, slow maturation process in the cold. Lager day is the perfect time to enjoy this delicious blonde drink and to learn a little bit about the history that sets it apart. I'm not going to tell you about the history because honestly, I only have like a minute left of this little segment. So instead, uh, I'm going to tell you about cans. Not the French one, Australian cans, the one that's hot and and, and uh, that's about it. That's pretty much all it's got. It's got the break it's got the bright Grarrier reef, apparently, but I wasn't able to check it out because it was too rainy. So I just went to the aquarium and looked at the fish in the tanks. Which is a pretty good substitute, honestly. That's not bad, but would have liked to go snorkeling, but too much rain, I guess. Uh, so I did that and then I went and I did eat some bad pizza at the aquarium. It wasn't that bad, but it wasn't, it was no dominoes. That's for sure. Uh, cans was fine. And then we left and that's the end of that chapter. All right, everyone. It's the 10th of December now. Uh, things, things have changed a lot since yesterday where yesterday was a pastry day and everything was sweet. It's now Lager Day, and everything is uh, bitter. Bitter because my combo streak of sweet treats uh, has ended, I guess. But, I mean, I mean, it's still food-relevant. Maybe, maybe the villainous baker, uh, you know, has a room for brewing lager, which I think is different from beer in the sense that it's it's cold at one point. I think it's brewed from different things. Maybe apple. Maybe it's made from apples. I mean, if you can, if they're making apple turnovers in one room, surely the leftover apples are like, oh, it's just oh, this wasn't a good turnover. These, these turnovers didn't turn out too uh, good. Let's make some lager. So maybe maybe there is a, a lager based hero or villain who. Uh, Unlike the other two, their origin story could be a bit different. I think what happens with them is there's a big vat of lager and they fall into it and then uh, they they become really drunk and they don't actually change <laughs> to change much. They just they just drink a lot of lager now. They're comic relief. Uh, a comic relief villain or hero 
uh, one of the two, and they just sort of, you know, clump, clump all about the place, just being like, man, I want some lager. While the other ones are like, well, let's make the world sweet. Candy man. Candy man's spreading out, like forming candy clouds and then raining candy rain. I mean, he's probably overpowered compared to the other ones now as of that statement. But I mean, I thought he should be. Candy candy floss is pretty amazing. So he should be a powerful uh, villain. This is why he definitely shouldn't be the protagonist. Why it should be Gingerbread Man because he's probably the like the most ruined by any other one. That or, or pastry, pastry person, lady man, who, whichever, whichever one that one, a pastry lady, the pastry lady. Uh, I don't know what the what the plot of this story is. Uh, the gingerbread red runs away and he looks back at this league of like his past friends. It's kind of like escaping a cult, I guess. And he's just like, they're the candy people. They're crazy. They're gonna make everything candy. Uh, I need to stop them. But maybe it's kind of like the Lion King and he spends a few years just going, nah, I'm not going to interact with that. And he just gets well off the map. Maybe. Hmm. Maybe we need more characters before this will really come together. It is 11th of December, which if you're keeping track, keeping score at home, means it is International Mountain Day. You should have received a letter in your post saying International Mountain Day. Ah, and some facts about mountains, they're big, but also this International Mountain Day thing, I think was the first topic of our deep web podcast experiment that we never really told anyone about, that we kept a secret this whole time, and that is bad probably. And I haven't told any of the people that I know that I've made friends since then, because like this is just before I met all the people that I know in my town that I live in now. Yeah, it's a it's a town. It's a type of town, some kind of some kind of modern town that I live in. But um yeah, and the podcasting friends that I've made through pod and the friends that I've made through podcasting I haven't told about either. Because like I'm not going to show you my bad drafts for this show. Get out of here. This is um for some reason we focused on mountains for an episode. And we called it Mountain Chat, and I distinctly remember saying, Welcome to Mountain Chat. And I don't know why. I'm not going to tell you the name of the podcast, though. It's a secret, deep web experience. Good luck trying to find it, and if you find it, I'll kill you, because you shouldn't be listening to that. We should have deleted it a long time ago, but I can't remember if it's under a different account or something like that. I haven't tried. I haven't checked. Maybe I'll check by the time I release this and completely demolish all the evidence that ever happened. But if I don't, if I forget, you can find an episode about me and Zeb talking about mountains. And I forget why, honestly. But it's International Mountain Day. I hope you love these big tall boys because they're everywhere. And they'll find you, honestly. If you try to get away from them, they're going to spring up on you. Have a lovely day. We'll talk to you in the next segment. Hello, everyone. It's the 11th of December. It's a, a new day and everything has changed uh, back to food theme, but not in it's not sweet food now. Now, today, as everyone knows, it's noodle ring day. Um, a noodle ring is, according to daysoftheyear.com, uh, it is uh, made from noodles, especially flat tail type egg noodles. 
whatever whatever that tagliatelle tagliatelle that's a great word i have no idea what it means um but yeah you have that's a that's a food it's a heap of noodles in the shape of a ring it hasn't even got a picture of like noodles in a ring it's just a standard pile of noodles so i don't know what this food is but uh i mean i love it because that's the theme of today and i hope everyone eats some um as for how that applies to the mythology of the can- the, the candy mythos with the the arc the, the villainous uh baker um baker scientist man uh well noodle rings are something that the gingerbread man after years in exile away from all of this he he hears a message of like the candy rain taking over yet another uh a kingdom or something and he's he, he finally decides he needs to take action maybe maybe uh pa- the pastry uh lady comes and tells him like it's it's getting bad over there the, the candy floss man is single-handedly probably i don't know probably the real villain the baker is made him but probably maybe he's lost control of him now the candy rain is now the candy floss rain is now like a spreading across the world like a like a sauron lord of the ring type deal like it's got instead of dark uh, constructions everywhere it's you know candy candy built like fairy floss fog mountains and like uh, uh, uh what are the what are the sticks the the candy sticks uh little 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 pop rocks everything it's taken over the world it's the humans they're like at first they're like this is pretty good and that's the trick it's it's like it's like it seems appealing at first but then it's awful uh the gingerbread man's like oh man i my i require functioning teeth to be eaten which is to be fully enjoyed i mean maybe maybe his whole kind of is okay with the whole candy thing but it has more of a like bit more long-sighted it's like we need the humans to still be alive in one generation if we are to ourselves be fulfilling our candy purpose forever so we need to like not overdo it um which i mean doesn't sound like a hero really that's more of just a uh, less even a more villainous villain it's kind of like we as we as humans are more like a livestock to this ginger gingerbread Let's not think about the moral complexities of it. Anyway, he, he makes some noodle rings as, or he makes a, maybe he's also a genius or maybe they, they, or they, they find in the forest. Maybe it's like a Timon and Pumbaa type thing. Noodle ring guy is just like, uh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Noodles are great. Just have some noodles. And like, he just subsists off noodles, which to candy, I guess is like the equivalent of beetles maybe. But, um, after a, a long time with the candy ring people he uh he decides to leave the can the the noodle forest noodle forest yeah like uh, there was that noodle noodle prank back in the day uh yeah look it up it's it's a great great story which would have been good <laughs> to tell here but yeah it's already been told but yeah <laughs> It is the 12th of December, 2018, which of course means it's Gingerbread House Day. Every, every, I remember I have vivid memories of my childhood. 12th of December would roll around, you'd be waiting all year. And mom and dad would pull out those big sheets of gingerbread, that spicy treat, 
and we would build just a whole house out of it, just like hammer and nails, icing, tinsel, uh, green mint leaves, and just build a big old house out of those darn sheets and just make a make a big one, climb inside of it and spend the rest of the month in it, eating your way out from the middle. That's a, just a very fond memory of mine. Um, a lot of people have been doing this since like, Apparently, since about the 15th century, when someone um, was caught baking human-shaped biscuits, and I assume put to death, that's the only thing you could really do with that person. Um, But ginger did turn out to be like a preservative for people who were trying to keep bread, you know, longer than like a week to make biscuits. They put that good spice in it, and that would make the stuff last, so... They kind of make sense, and, and you can see why it's sort of stuck around, despite how spicy this bread is. I bet old gingerbread was real spicy, like not like not like this sugar, crunchy biscuit bread that we get nowadays. I bet real gingerbread was like, you take a bite and you're just like, oof, spicy, and you get those good spices, and it, it cures your uh, your ailments your face is clear and your crops are clean that's not the saying but that's all right anyway have a wonderful gingerbread day make one big enough to climb inside and then get in there and then eat find your way out with your mouth bye all right it's the 12th of december everyone hello i hope you're still doing doing well uh it's uh gingerbread house day so we're back on theme it's back to the candy world this is the gingerbread man's return to the to his old to his house back where he where he grew up at the the ginger in gingerbread in candy town i guess the now imperialistic uh city state that is encroaching upon the rest of the world and killing all the humans and he goes back to the gingerbread house and he's like it's like when in the lion king (laughs) He returns back to the, the Pride Rock or whatever, and everyone's like sad, I guess. Uh, but yeah, all the gingerbread and candy people are just like they're so decadent now. Their lifestyles are just much, much not like they used to be back in the good old candy days. And Gingerbread Man's like, uh, I am. Uh, I need to stop the. I need to stop the the candy candy man the the wait the cotton candy man i mean the, the the baker the villain who orchestrated this maybe he meets with him now he goes back to the lab and like meets the guy who created them and he's just like why did you do this and he's just like oh this wasn't what i wanted uh it's it, the candy cloth man i i couldn't control him i just wanted to make the world a sweeter place um and it is it is a sweeter place just to you know all things in moderation uh, so I guess this is the point in the story where the gingerbread man's like, I really need to, uh, I need to get ready and go face that guy. So he goes over, he starts, maybe the, the ginger, the gingerbread, the, well, no longer the villain, the, the baker, baker scientist man, um, constructs, const- like helps him like bake, bakes him up like a big suit, like a big, like suit of better gingerbread armor or body. Um, and like, like soups him up and makes him like real big, something like that. Uh, like, uh, 
it gets a heap of apples and the pastry pastry lady also like i don't know has heaps of apples and also gets a, i suppose it should be different but similar in terms of as a as a Deuter Deuter protagonist, what's the what's the word? Deuteragonist, second protagonist. Uh, uh she represents better health choices in slightly better health choices in the addition of apples to your sweet treats. Uh maybe. Dunno. The gingerbread man is now ready to go confront uh in his house, like he chills out in his house for today, and so should you. In here, in gingerbread house day, maybe make a gingerbread house your own. It's a get ready for for what happens next and the final confrontation soon. It is thirteenth of December, twenty eighteen, which of course means that it is. Violin day, and I am just dying of 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 face pain, folks. If you're playing along at home, you know that there's only it's only a limited amount of time that you have on board a, on board a ship before you start dying. And for me, it's like as we're coming to the end, and I get to be. A nasty sick man as I leave the boat and go and hang out with my friends for a day before going back to work for a week. So I'm not looking forward to that. What I am looking forward to, though, is these good tunes with these violins, these stringed instruments uh, that evolved from medieval fiddles, apparently, and came into a distinct form in the 15th century um, after people just kept copying Stradivarius and Amadi the active violin violin makers in the 16th century people were like we like this design uh we're gonna do it and just keep doing your one if that's cool i mean we're just gonna do it you know this one works so like sorry and then we did and now we have like a million violins and you can get one for like 50 bucks all the way up to a hundred thousand fifty boxes is which I assume is like in the millions. <clears throat> how do you want to how, how do you celebrate this day? You might ask. Uh, you might have one lying around. Go and give that bad boy a little play. Go grab and go pick it up. Pull it out of the cupboard. Drag it out and and do those strings. Otherwise, go start taking violin lessons. If you want to appreciate it without actually playing it, go to a concert where an instrument would be played. And just go see it, enjoy it, love those high-pitched stringed instruments. Give some love to the other of the violin family. But no, keep the most heart for the violin. Because that, that, my friends, is what this day is about. So you can't focus on the other ones. It's specifically this one. It's Violin Day. Go do it, 13th of December. Have a good one. So the gingerbread man, uh, he starts the, he goes up the mountain, him and the pastry lady, they, in, in their souped up gear, maybe they have a gingerbread uh, car, no, that's dumb. They, they climb up the mountain where the most of the cotton candy has like, is at the top and there's the great candy, the candy floss castle uh, up there. Um, and they know that the candy, the candy floss uh, 
Cotton Candy Man is up there and they need to confront him and stop him. They, they, were, they were friends once, but they need to... Hopefully, hopefully he's, he'll listen to reason, but he probably won't. Um, so they climb the mountain. It's a perilous journey. Um, there, there are ups and downs. Uh, they meet a little friend along the way, but then the little friend uh, perishes. It's it's very sad. That's, but it you know it makes us feel closer to the to the, our main characters. Um, and they get to the top of the mountain. They come across the the candy castle and they go up. It's maybe it's got some cotton candy. Uh, guards either side and like maybe they fight them but probably probably more like they're a bit of a comedic duo the candy guys either side are just like oh i only what do you what do you what do you want here don't i'm really bad at jokes under pressure says the says the left candy guard and then uh you know cotton candy seems like it's a fairly villainous thing but when you're actually when you actually like punch it it just goes into like a pile of sugar so i guess they're pretty easy to beat i guess they weren't very fun they just the the gingerbread man just strong and the pastry lay just like strong hand just crushed the guards horribly again uh this is a morally gray maybe morally gray story like who's the good guys here who's who these guys are trying to get rid of cotton candy anyway they confront the cotton candy uh cotton candy man and he's just like human uh, the world should be sweet the humans are awful let's i was one once and you know what i had to i just did work all the time as a as a candy scientist just and all i wanted was to make things sweeter and no one appreciated it and i am unhappy with that i think it's just better if we just start over with completely candy related things and just man's like no, don't you understand? We uh, things are sweeter if you have bitter, bad things to you know complement the taste. It's like a sweet drink is much better if you've just had something really savory before it. And Cotton Candy Man's like that, that's that's ridiculous. Um, but the, the gingerbread man's like, well, I, I mean, I, I'm a giant, much more solid object. I can clearly defeat you. But the Cotton Candy Man's like, oh, well, you forgot to mention what day it is today it's the 13th of december it's hot cocoa day uh so enjoy you some hot chocolate and he opens up he pushes a button and then hot chocolate pours down and like completely wrecks uh apparently submerges the gingerbread man and the the uh apple turnover lady who i haven't given any dialogue i should probably give her a role in the story beyond just being there it's kind of feeling like like uh I was about to make a reference to Harry, the new Harry Potter movie, but you know, spoiler alert, I'm going to not do that. But if you have seen it, you might know which character I'm thinking of. But yeah, so it's a it's a dramatic moment. Oh no, it looks like the main character is lost. It's it's pretty dramatic, or is it? Uh, tune in next time. Hey, what's up? It's Eamon from the real world. The current date and time, it's the 23rd of December. Um, I, I stopped recording mine after I got sick and got too busy helping out my sister with her kids and stuff. And then we got off the boat and then I was hanging out with friends, making them sick, which was great. Um, <laughs> but I'm hearing like, I haven't heard Zeb's clips properly. I've just heard like the start and end as I sync up these neat little g- 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 clips. 
that I've put in. I hope you're enjoying that, by the way. I thought it would be a fun vibe to just be like on guitar while I do, um, while I do my editing and just throw these in. It's pretty fun. Um, and I think it adds a lot to like the travel vibe. Um, and I hope this episode has come together nicely. Um, it's kind of a weird thing to release, like backdated days of the year. It doesn't really make any sense. But then again, we release our episodes on the day of the day, usually. And that's not great either. I think we're going to look at changing that. Anyway, we've got a bit of a closer at the end of this where we come back and chat together when we finally get reunited. I'm excited to show you that. That's fun. Um, it was like our first voice chat together from like the last few weeks when I've been away and everyone's been busy. Um, and this might be the last episode for the year, but we're hoping to record something before Christmas and put it out. We might, but we might not. And if we don't, um, we love you and we'll see you next year. And let's continue whatever the hell, <laughs> whatever Zeb is doing. I don't know what this is. Is this some story? I'm excited to listen to it. Bye. So, so it seems like our heroes have lost the battle with the Cotton Candy Man in a way where, which didn't even utilize uh, Cotton Candy Man's Cotton Candy abilities, which is pretty bizarre. Um, but anyway, it looks like they've been defeated. Hot cocoa, you know, as we all know, melts biscuits. Uh, that's what it's made for. Or does it? I mean, it doesn't do it instantly. So, down uh, the hallway of the castle, I mean, I'm sure since the castle was probably made of cotton candy, Cotton Candy Man is kind of an idiot. I mean, he doesn't have a a, a functioning brain anymore, I guess, just like a cotton candy cloud, because he just washed away half his castle, I guess. I mean, which makes for a great climactic scene as the castle's coming down around. Anyway, like the, the gingerbread man, the apple, the apple turnover lady, like just get out of it after a bit and go well a lot of my armor and stuff's been washed away because because uh, i guess that was so fresh but i mean the the brittle hardcore of what i am made of has been existing for years and no longer is really edible or meltable it's just you know a solid rock if anything and they're like we can still beat him uh and they run back over <laughs> completely making the last uh, plot point kind of irrelevant i guess they don't grow as a result they just go back into the to back to the fight um but he's uh, he's cotton candied out he's not just one person anymore he's like cotton candy he's, he's the room now he's the castle he's completely taken over the bill he's like this big thing and he just starts raining like cotton like he's out of hot cocoa it's a different day now but he, he's raining cotton candy everywhere he's just like like ah oh, i'm out of reach i'm on the ceiling you can't can't get me even though the building's half coming down maybe not the back half just the front half it looks cool but the building's still in a functioning state to some degree at least enough for him to hide on the ceiling so they're like ah oh, shit well how do we uh the gingerbread like, uh, tries to jump but he's a little stumpy legged gingerbread person um but apple turnover lady's like wait I know, and she reaches into her uh, bag of tricks of fruit and uh, healthier snacks that she has with her because that's what she advocates. Um, and she has, it has, because it's the 14th of December, she has some roasted chestnuts, uh, but they're still on fire. They're still roasting. <laughs> she has a little cigarette lighter, like a little projector, and she roasts the nuts puts them into the slingshot that they makeshift make out of maybe like some some loose 
uh, licorice and some and gingerbread man like use his, his upper part of his body and she brings it back and they fire the flaming chestnuts at cotton candy man's areas and he's like up the parts of him on the roof and he's just like oh shit and it just burns him pretty quickly into nothing and just lobs a heap of those everywhere and just defeats him just straight up beats him pretty easily I guess once on the confrontation it's just like and got ya and then the castle does come down but they're fine because it's cotton it's it's just you know it's just cotton candy it doesn't really hurt like if that fell on you it wouldn't really do much damage the apple turnover lady and the gingerbread man are just like well we we did it and then they uh, go off into the sunset uh, the, the, the the best of friends there's, there's no romantic subplot here I'm sk- I'm, I'm omitting that I know it's a mandatory in most stories but these guys are just buddies because because just to just to break precedent and they live happily ever after and the humans survive because of none of that none of that cotton candy imperialism so so yeah enjoy roast chestnut day it's a good day to eat some roasted chestnuts and just commemorate how the cotton candy fiend was defeated using them they were instrumental in it. But yeah, so that's 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 my my gingerbread story. How are you going, Eamon? I'm good. I'm just enjoying being back on land. Yeah, yeah. Was it was it did you get any like seasick shenanigans? I didn't get seasickness, but I did get sick while I was on the sea of just like a fever. And which I carried oh. with me to the land, and then I went and hugged my friends up in Queensland and made them sick, and then ditched them. I was like, "Ha ha! The curse is yours." <laughs> and then you were better. Like that's how that's how diseases work. That is I guess. how it kind works. <laughs> They're almost like a curse. It, it's funny that you mentioned that. Like I was just talking to. I was at like a work party the other day, like talking to someone who was like medical, like talking about their patients and things like that, and I'm like. We keep sending people on cruise, like people who go, I'm going on a cruise and they come, everyone comes back sick from cruises. That's like a thing because there's a heap of people in a pile, I guess, in a tiny room for two weeks or whatever, just breathing on each other from all over the place. Everyone's immune systems have to like synchronize. Uh, I guess that's what you've been through. Yeah, I think that's what it was. And just like all the just like licking all the the handles probably did it to me maybe that maybe that's the, that's what everyone needs to stop doing <laughs> <laughs> the fir- the first part of going on a cruise that's why in the titanic they were pretty healthy they had to they didn't do those bits i guess although they all died so <laughs> i guess that's kind of like a sickness i mean it was a different time you weren't allowed to lick just anything yeah, it was it was uh, frowned upon, I guess. It, but I mean, maybe that's what prevents icebergs. Maybe that's a very valuable thing. Well, I mean, you want to build up an immune resistance. Yeah, in case of icebergs. In case of icebergs. <laughs> oh shit! It's an iceberg. Lucky I licked all those handles and coins. Well, you. The thing is, you build your way up to the iceberg. You start with coins and doorknobs and. Various bits of paper and things like that. Eventually, you can build up enough immunity, and then you go for the the big fish. 
<laughs> the iceberg. <laughs> the, the, uh, it's probably some ancient diseases on icebergs if, like, you were to actually lick one. And, I mean, you probably don't want to lick them because then you kind of melt them. You kind of want to keep them as icebergy as possible. Was it cold on your cruise? Uh, no, it never was. It was rainy and it was uh, cloudy and then it was hot, but it was never cold. Was there any um, any cotton candy clouds? No. Did, did it rain? I guess you're you're out to sea. You you avoided the uh, the the danger of the the cotton candy apocalypse. The cotton candy here on land. <laughs> the apocalypse. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's true. It's read about it. It'll be in the paper. <laughs> okay. We're, um, all, we're all we're all good. We're all good now. Okay. All right. Um, well, speaking of like being disconnected from reality, um, you haven't heard my sections yet. I haven't heard your sections yet. It's one of those dumb ideas we did again when we did that. I think we did this for some other thing as well, if I remember. Yeah, probably. Um, so, going off that, what do the words "Welcome to Mountain Chat" mean to you? Um, I mean, that's where the pivotal battle happened. <laughs> like, at, at the, at the mountain chat, I assume was when uh, the two opposing forces came into contact with each other. Is that what you're talking about? Is that no? I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm talking about the um, the the precursor to this show, where we talked about mountains for an hour, and I can't remember what it why. Oh yeah, I mean there was an episode on apocalypses. There was an episode on mountains. There was. I don't. That was two hours. That episode. Don't say the name uh, of the. Don't say the name of the project though. If you know what it is. Uh, I'm, oh, I'm gonna. I'm, it, what if people want to find it? Yeah, <laughs> the awful. You want to hear? We should add them to the start of this show as like prequel episodes. Oh God. Yeah, it's like the, you like go to your favorite restaurant and they're like, "Hey, you, you want to you want to try like the early, real early recipes that we figured out like when we were still like working out of our mom's garage." No! When we were still cavemen, this berry might be poison. Uh, That guy died, but that guy only got sick. Um, I'm sure it'll be fine. It's mashed up into the rest in a soup. (laughs) Maybe we could go back and edit those episodes into a form. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe we could go back and just, uh, you know, just go back uh, uh, and just delete them. We can, we can put them on a, on Patreon. We'll put them, put them on the Patreon page. It's pretty sparse. <laughs> yeah, yeah that that is that is how you, good that's, content works. Because um, like it's like um, instead of Patreon rewards, it's Patreon punishments. For um, it's like give more or you have to. This is the content you get. <laughs> For people who aren't aren't our patrons, they get these episodes. God. <laughs> That's uh, terrible. It's funny because, like, the podcast name didn't even work with, like, the whole premise. Oh, it's storming a bit over here. No, the podcast name <laughs> um, was just, like, a fever dream. Yeah. It was uh, some some amount of hands that- but more- either one more or one less than we had. 
<laughs> together. <laughs> like, if we were a hand each, we were still a hand short. But if we were counting all of our hands, one of them wasn't counted. <laughs> so... No, the, I- <laughs> the idea was there was three people. But <laughs> my brother wasn't interested. <laughs> I think we could have like cut up his audio from that first episode still and could have kept playing him as a soundboard. <laughs> I reckon we could have done it because like his 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 part in the show was yeah. Mm. Ugh. <laughs> oh, we talked. To, there was a, there was an episode about portals. Let's not go on reminisce. Let's not go down that path where we just remember the topic we vaguely half remember talking about for the thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Just remember that old content. No, I just wanted yeah. to mention it because I did mention it in one of my things, and I was wondering if you remembered what in, what Welcome to Mountain Chat was. Was that a part? Was that within that show? That was just something that oh. one of us yelled, like "Welcome to Mountain Chat." <laughs> That was our that was our old uh, uh, catch line that we opened the episode with. Well, I mean, we've had a lot. Chat. We've had a lot of different cat, not cat. We've had a lot of different um, chat um, related like phrases. So we've had bird chat. We've had mountain yeah, chat. Yeah, we'd get hungry, which isn't a, that, but yeah. Oh man, we're gonna have to come up with like a saying for next year, probably that no. we won't use for more than two episodes. Mm. Anyway, is there anything we need to wrap up in this one for the travel edition? Um, I hope everyone is enjoying uh, any travel they may be doing. And if they're not, um, that's still cool. I didn't travel in this one. I I wasn't. And I still enjoyed myself. It was good. Enjoy life, everyone. Enjoy your holidays. Enjoy your Christmas, your Hanukkahs, and your uh, uh, various food-related holidays that it has been. Enjoy them before they're taken away from you by the New Year monster. Yeah, nothing nothing but horrible holidays coming in the next year. No food-related holidays. Just like, there's so many food-related holidays. <laughs> <laughs> we should we should okay, welcome to food chat that's our that's the that's this podcast yeah someone should like do a show where they cover all these stupid holidays yeah I think it'd be a good idea maybe we should do that or maybe we should get someone who was similar to us to do that maybe someone's already done one but they they didn't name it well enough so no one can find it yeah, they don't like it. Doesn't make sense what they are. It's named something like the "And Yes" podcast or something like that. Yeah, something like, something stupid like two words that don't mean anything slapped together that they just thought of quickly. Yeah, just just the th- just they ran a word like a they just listened to themselves and looked at the words they said them the two words they said the most not necessarily together but just the two most common words and then put them together. <laughs> Um, so thanks for listening to the But Yeah podcast travel edition this time. Um, we'll be back with another one of a different kind at some point. No guarantees though for like for what that's going to be. It might be it might be this year. Like, like not necessarily a travel episode, is that what you mean, or just another episode? No, I just <laughs> mainly I'm just dancing around doing a Christmas one. Well, not Christmas, doing a holiday uh, celebration I mean, one because uh-huh. I don't know if we're gonna like if like one of us is just gonna get like dissolved in like a, <laughs> a pit of lemon juice or something by the time we are able to record on Sunday. I hate it when that happens. I keep luckily I keep a cupboard of duplicates of 
<laughs> yeah, but that Me takes and- like a week to charge. <laughs> yeah. I really need to get rid of that big vat of lemons between the kitchen and my bedroom. <laughs> big vat of lemon juice. Um, one thing I will say is if you're just joining us, somehow you found the show and this is the one you listened to. I was, I was listening I'm back sorry. through some of the... Sorry, also. Um, I was listening back through the backlog and I think my favorite one lately is episode... One moment... Two moments. <laughs> um, episode 41, um, Bone Jokes. And uh, Zeb doesn't have any idea what that is because he doesn't listen to the backlog enough. I listen. I have listened to it when but I spoke it in the I, first place. <laughs> I just feel that um, that one sort of represented what we like to do a lot. And it was. Re- I feel it was well done. Um, so, if this is the first one you're listening to, I'd recommend go listen to Bone Jokes, number 41. Another good one is, pro- like, more season one and probably a bit further from what we are now, but what was the episode about vapes? <laughs> Vapecation? Oh, uh, I don't... I, I, can't, I can't give a specific code. That's actually useless advice. Don't listen to me. Just listen to that one. That's a more valid... Anyway, uh, if you... If you're doing anything this holiday, enjoy doing that. If you're working, I'm sorry. Maybe our show can help you get through that or chill out afterwards or just any other show. I know podcasts are a great resource over the holidays for, like, getting through yeah, things. Have you heard, have you heard of podcasts? Ha- Listener? I, you, should, you, should, you should listen uh, to podcasts. Don't get me- I love them. Don't get me started on <laughs> the number of people I talked to on the boat and I was like- podcast and they're like hmm what is this <laughs> it's yeah yeah I, I don't know i feel like we're a weird we're a weird minority that thinks assumes everyone listens to the podcast because they're so good and so handy for that dead time in the car no i what i think it is is there are hundreds of thousands of people if not millions of people who listen to podcasts but the people who listen to podcasts don't go on cruise ships <laughs> Maybe. But I mean it sounds like a great place for listening to the podcasts. No. I don't know what, I don't know I don't know what people do on cruises, to be honest. They just you just walk around the boat and go, mmm, water. Walk to the other end of the boat and go, uh, water. Maybe drink an alcohol and, and then go back to your cabin. Yeah, that, I don't that know what to seemed to be the general consensus. <laughs> Alright, it's starting to storm here, so I think I'm good. Have a, we love you. Have a, you, dear listeners, have a good uh, time on any, the metaphorical boat that is your life. And, and if you're on an actual boat, enjoy that and be careful because boats are dangerous. Look at some water, but not too closely. <laughs> Don't stretch right over the edge. That's not good. Oh, we're a little rusty. Um, we'll, we'll talk to you another time. It might be soon or it could be a little later. Anyway, until next time, have a good. Have a good. Have a good.